0: You're listening to the Bleak and Review Podcast. Who is that? Quarantine quickies, quarantine quickies. If you listen right now, it's like you're right here with me. Bleak and Review, it's the quarantine kickies. Post up on your couch and watch little Nicky take a load off and wash your hands. Because Kevin doesn't have a whole lot planned. It's quarantine
1: quickies, quarantine quickies. Don't go outside because it's gross and icky.
0: Who is that? I've been looking all over for you, dear Bleak and Review listener. How are you? Why are my levels so low? Do they sound better now? Slightly. We'll fix it in post. This is Bleak and Review. I'm your host, Kevin Anderson. This episode is coming out way late. On Friday, hopefully. I apologize for that if you're one of those people that loves to listen right at 12.01 Pacific Standard Time. Uh, it's coming out a few hours late because your boy didn't manage his time well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, I should have had this all done last night, and I forgot. Uh, probably in the, uh, the fog bank of burning California that I live in right now. You know, maybe the fumes got to me. So I got drunk instead and watched Inside and Davis. Great film. But I am currently recording this intro... While I'm at work, don't tell my boss. We'll call this a bathroom break. Um, (laughs) And it's going to be a shorter intro. Uh, I always say that, and then the intros end up being exactly as long as they always are. So who fucking knows? But I don't have a whole lot to talk about other than my brain, which is focused on going back to work and dealing with a crisis. My job is very interesting in the sense I work from home, but I have a lot of downtime. It's kind of one of those gigs where you get your work done by the end of the day and you're good you don't have to you know be cons- like constantly quote unquote working but as long as you're around and available when you're needed you get it done so that means that most of this week i've been alternating between doing work watching tv and playing overwatch over and over again uh which has been nice and then it seems like today On the Friday that this is coming out and that I'm recording this, everything was exhausting. I had an actually busy day at work due to a lot of tech things, and now I'm forced to balance these things in an actual panicky way. (laughs) So that's me. That's how my brain's doing. How's yours? Let me know. My brain's been weird all week. Uh, It was incredibly hot earlier this week. It was record-setting temperatures on like Sunday of last week. 115 degrees in the valley where I live, which happened to be the same day that I played an incredibly psychologically disturbing video game called Doki Doki Literature Club. You've probably heard about it in the Bleak and Review feed. I posted a little uh, little clip from the One and a Half Men episode about that in this feed. Patreon.com slash Bleak and Review, $5 a month. Tell us things to watch. I'm not going to promote that again. I keep promoting it. And you know about it, and you'll come along if you want. I believe in you. <laughs> oh, I could I could definitely do this before we go into the episode. I could uh, give you a little update on the sandwich group. Now, if you're not familiar with the sandwich group, I have talked about it on this show a few times. I believe my big dissertation on it was behind the paywall. So even more reason to go to patreon.com slash and give me money. But <laughs> there's this Facebook group I'm in called Show Me Your Sandwich A few other comedians are in there as well. Ian Ager, Rivers Langley, Nicole Yates, Joe Kay. We all goof around in there. The group used to just be, hey, look, here's a sandwich I made. And people would go, yay, that looks good. Or if it was a woman posting it, they'd go, oh, you didn't make that sandwich right, because men are toxic everywhere on the internet. (laughs) Um, But then a few months ago, um, in June, the sandwich group got radicalized for leftist politics, which was cool. A lot of people showed themselves to be true racists in this group and complained about it and left or were banned for saying racist things. It continues to be vaguely political, but a new thing has happened because there seems to be an ever-rotating, quote-unquote, extra thing that gets added to all these sandwich posts in an effort to, you know, get a lot of likes and stuff and and feel like king for a day. I've done it. I get how it goes. But uh, now women are all uh, showing their cleavage in their sandwich picks, which is cool. I'm fine with that. But now the debate has been, um, you know, some people are slut shaming or, or whatever or being really creepy. And then there's some women that are like, you know, preaching modesty and stuff. And there's some women who are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, if I want to show my cleavage over this BLT, that's my prerogative. And then, you know, once a week, actually once a day, more like it, uh, somebody will come up with a really, really original and clever post of, oh, so what, this group is just about politics and breasts? No. You know how like when somebody says a thing and they think they're the first person to say it, but they are not even kind of close and it is the most frustrating thing in the world? That is exactly what's going on in this group. It's very funny to me, albeit a little bit enraging. Um, Yeah. So, you know. If you want to see some tits and some sandwiches and hear people echo sentiments surrounding Black Lives Matter causes, uh, go check out Show Me Your Sandwich on Facebook. It's a very toxic community full of all kinds of people, and it's exhausting. (laughs) And that's going to be our intro. You know, nothing fancy. We're simple folk at my house. Um, Coming up here after the break... Returning friend of the show, Ethan Stanislawski is here. You know Ethan. He's been on Bleak and Review forever. He's been on unpop stuff. He's a great comedian. He's a great sketch performer and writer. And he's um a big dork. And I and I and I dig him. He's great. We had a great conversation about political apathy and American failings, and you know, just the kind of stuff you get when two leftists throw down. But we also talk about fun stuff like sports. <laughs> and i'll leave it at that um but before that we are going to a break here and because i fucked up my timing for this episode's release i'm gonna be playing a an old ad an ad that we've had on the show before but not for a few months and you might not have heard it but it is one of my favorites this is a, an ad for uh larry's little guy what is it larry's little guy emporium something like that stuff for just little guys uh written and performed by frankie griffin friend of the show Check out his podcast, Wizarding World Live, and uh, that's about it. So yeah, we're going to go to a quick break. We'll be back with more Belican review with Ethan Stanislawski after this.
1: Oh hi there! My name's Larry, and I am from Larry's Little Guy Emporium. I got stuff that's just for little guys. You need some little shoes for your little feet? I got them. You need, you need a little hat to go to your little wedding? I got, I got that. It's just little stuff for little guys. And some people ask, you know, how do I know if I'm really a little guy? And if you feel like a little guy, you probably are. We got stuff that'll fit you. So come on down. We got li- li- little belts. We got, we got little, little, little neckties, you know, little, little bow ties. And we even got an adult section with just little, little condoms some little pornos. Oh. <laughs> so, come on down. Larry's Little Guy Emporium. It, it, it's located just right around the corner. Larry's Little Guy Emporium.
0: We will make you feel small. Because small is beautiful. Wait.
1: Yeah, I, I, know, I know how to read you.
0: That's yeah, all right. yeah, when I start, when I start just uh, not even having puns that make sense, that's when we turn it off.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right.
0: <laughs> well, it's a great, it's a great day for uh, a podcast for sure, because not only um, did I just immediately have random tech problems that make no sense, but uh, right before this, a friend of mine. Uh, Hit me up like an hour ago and was like, what song should I do an acoustic cover of? And I was just like thought of the saddest song because I've been a sad person today. And I was like, oh, yeah, go ahead and cover this Noah Gunderson song. And then she just sent it to me. Yeah. And I listened to it right before I literally sent you the link. And I was just like, oh, now I got to go like be whimsical and shit. This broke my heart. I want to (laughs) die.
1: Yeah. Stupid heart. Why did you? Yeah. There's no (laughs) point in sad songs now. It's sad enough. Just do fucking happy I don't know. I listen to angry punk like 80% of the time.
0: Yeah. You got to do angry punk, uh, cop killing hip hop and whatever, whatever keeps the demons at bay.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I try to be less of an angry person. If I listen to other angry people play music about it, it, I feel less of a need to be angry.
0: Yeah, you're like, so, oh, they're doing the work over there.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. There you go. You guys got it. God bless, and I'm going to go on with my life.
0: <laughs> you guys just dwell in that feeling for a while, while I go yeah. on and uh, and have a successful and healthy relationship.
1: <laughs> yeah, which well, let's not get ahead of ourselves.
0: Ah, but, uh, but you except, are you're, you're pandemic dating, right?
1: Uh we actually, uh, very calmly, it's fine. No, I'm okay. it. But, it's, uh, but it was like the most – it was the most like fine thing. It was like the opposite of last year completely. It was just like, yeah, we like each other a lot. We're big fans of each other. We just want different things. And it's just oh, not good. Gonna work when you want different things. And we're like, yeah, that makes sense. Let's just take some time. But we'll see if we can stay friendly. we're Yeah, you know, it was – like, if you were to contrast my thing last year with my thing this year, it could not be more opposite. Right. It's, very, it's like
0: the flip it, side of my last year and this year.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
0: I, I like I do like that, though, because I know exactly what you mean in terms of, like, like, this is a fine, like, parting of ways, but people will always still come at you like I initially did for a second there uh, with the, like, oh, no. Yeah. That's yeah. annoying.
1: It was also, like, only four months, so it wasn't, like, Right. I mean, it was one of those things where if we had not been honest, it could have lasted four years. And then we're like, wait, we don't, we're not on the same page. We've yeah. Never been that. So it's like, all right, let's, we got four months of happiness with each other. Now that has come to an end.
0: Yeah. But you yeah. were adults enough to, to be able to be like, Hey, this isn't probably a forever thing. So like, why don't we part ways before this gets way more messy? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm 34. I, I ha- I'm i a man so I, and I have a penis. So theoretically, if <laughs> I wanted kids, I have time. But at the same time, the the window is mildly shrinking. So it's like, it's just also, I was talking about this with a friend, like when you're 30s dating, you know what you want and you don't have to engage in as much bullshit just because you're like, oh, I know what I want. And if this is not what I want, I can move on. Uh, right. It in the bud, which is better than, uh 20s which is like well i know i want to fuck i know i want to <laughs> fuck every single person all the time yes but then what do i do after that oh there's more to a relationship than just fucking all the time
0: Oh, well, <laughs> okay Dude, that's that's the thing about like uh my breakup from last year is that we broke up with, and I, as everyone listening and as you know it was one of those like this is for the best things even though you know it still hurts because you spend your time with someone for so long it still hurts yeah. but like I because we broke up when I was 29. I still like I was like in my last year of 29. I need to fuck everything. Yeah. Uh, and and
1: the uh, pandemic happened. Which, yeah. which is Just despite you. That's yeah. Just
0: despite me. It gave big, me it gave me about a calendar year of sex. Uh. Well, only a calendar about nine months of sober choices and sex. <laughs> uh, three months of who knows what I did uh, when I had sex <laughs> for three months. But then you know the next nine like that was pretty good. And then it was like no sex for the rest of your life. It feels like.
1: Well, I'm I'm shocked that after what happened to me last year, I didn't go on like a fuck spree. I didn't, and it was just like I think part of me was just so like broken down by it that I'm sure like, no one wants to deal with fucking this right now. Yeah, you were uh, taking yourself
0: out of the game before you could even you know fucking snap the ball.
1: Right. It's just like I've had enough of a of a tornado in the last year. I don't need to add, add make a double tornado. I don't. Yeah. Is that a thing? Double, yeah, double
0: just... tornado. It's like a double rainbow, but it uh, yeah. Whoa, yeah.
1: double tornado, dude! Ah! That's, <laughs> That's a sketch. <laughs> instead there's instead a, there's of the a sketch. Whoa, it's just the screaming. Yes, <laughs> it's just, it's just, just... It's just uh, Yeah, I don't want my relationship history to turn into a Bobcat weight routine. That's basically what I'm trying to avoid.
0: <laughs> oh my god! But if anyone was to do it, it would be you. It would be me. It Ethan Stanislawski, of course, here on Bleak and Review. Look at that! That was a segue.
1: Yeah, we waited like a good five minutes or so before. Yeah, we got intensely personal,
0: intensely personal for five
1: minutes.
0: (laughs) Yes. Uh, Ethan, thank you so much for uh, being back on the show. Um, Thank you for having me again. I want to kick things off with some unfortunate news for you. Uh, I I don't want to rock your world immediately, but I do have unfortunate news for you. Uh, The uh, last episode I recorded and released of this show before quarantine we actually had Jesse Eisenberg on the show, and he was oh, talking geez, a lot of shit about you.
1: Yeah, I I, I heard. Uh, is, is this
0: is on your radar then?
1: Yeah, listen, me and Jesse, we we have a history, and yeah, uh, yeah. I'm I'm me now. That, I don't know if you know this. The show sometimes alternates where comedians <laughs> alternate between <laughs> playing, just doing a regular interview, and a character. Have you been listening to Bleak and Review for? Have you Have you
0: heard this thing, Bleak and Review?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I
0: like how you made it Jewish all of a sudden. Hey, I well, <laughs> I do like how how wildly oscillating the canon is. We're like I was trying to lead it in, like that was like intact. Where like Jesse Eisenberg was on the yeah, show. Yeah, I'm
1: me now. I'm breaking it down. Uh, that that's, fine, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. There's
0: no room for fucking frivolity and characters on. Yeah. 2020, I, I,
1: come
0: on. Yeah, especially today. I mean, I probably talked about this a little bit in the intro, but today, I mean, of course, we all knew it, but we have audio evidence that. Uh Trump's like, yeah, I knew that things were going to be bad, but I didn't give a shit. And with yeah. the pandemic, and so we just but have to the sit. That like
1: him don't give a shit either. So it's just they don't give a shit that he doesn't give a shit. So it's
0: it's just, like, it's, it's yeah exactly. It's more of this thing of I just keep absorbing negative information, criminal information about yeah. the current administration, and there's no there's nothing to be done. Nothing can't ha- people have tried and nothing has happened, and it just seems yeah. like nothing's going to happen.
1: You just have to hope that they don't uh, suppress votes just enough. To yeah. Make it
0: happen. Yeah. We so hope you know, they. F- we, as long as they fuck up the- their voter suppression a little bit.
1: Yeah. As long as, uh, yeah, it was interesting actually in Wisconsin when they, which is like the king of voter suppression. And they were like, they realized that like, Hey, actually it weirdly, it benefited Democrats because old people are not going to wait in line for shit and old people are more conservative. So right. it's like, so there's another – it's not a guarantee necessarily that voter suppression – voting by mail and reducing that actually helps the Republicans. But just right. in general – the general philosophy is that the fewer people vote, the better it is for Republicans. So right,
0: and I guess the, the thing that – yeah, because I see that talking point brought up every once in a while, and it is true. What you're saying is absolutely true, but it's like it's still uh, very it's much still, an infringing still, of rights.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's still anti-democratic and horseshit and evil, but right. – but you know, but that's the math we do. <laughs> that's just the
0: math that, well, that's the math that we do here on the left right. over there on the I mean, right. Like, either,
1: even if we, he's not like, we're still not still like, there's going to be tens of millions of people on insured. There's still going to be debt for all time uh, for college and everything. And it's just like people are, you know, it's like much, much, much less suffering, but it's not like there were other people who could have caused even less suffering than that. Maybe. <laughs> right. Know. Right. Maybe it's like a- two people who could have done that and the rest were whatever, but
0: <laughs> yeah, there's about two, one and a half people that could have done that. Yeah.
1: Well, if I, I, listen, I'll say two, but, uh, but I'm, I want we'll to round up. We'll round up. We'll round up. Yes. Let's round up. That's, <laughs> That's American electoral math, rounding up for freedom. I did but, uh, see,
0: uh, I saw somebody, this uh, uh, actor I used to live with when I first moved to LA on his face. You know, he posted something about the Trump thing today. And whenever there's somebody that's not in comedy who has a political take, I always have to check the comments because they're going to be bad, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like people well, in, in comedy too, but like it's usually a bigger section of shitty people when well, it's not like, a community. Well, here's the
1: thing. If you are a comedian, by default, you have a sense of humor. So like, right. I mean, hopefully, but uh, even when you're angry at politics, there's like a sense of like, I am saying something snarky and, but I, you know, like, instead of just that,
0: a raw shitty opinion.
1: <laughs> yeah. But some, but if you're not a comedian and your people you hang out with are not comedians, that's not an assumption. So people can be like, what the fuck? And take things literally and not have any sense of humor about anything. Right. Like, right. No, a hundred percent. I'll give you an example. Like I posted a thing, like this is like a year or two ago where it was after the Louie thing happened. And uh, I was talking about how I used to love this bit where uh, uh, it was like a old thing that went viral where Louie interviewed, they interviewed Donald Rumsfeld on Opie and Anthony and Louie accused him of being a lizard person. Yes. I actually uh,
0: sampled that for a hip hop track in high school and I'm not kidding.
1: That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, like, it was a song right.
0: about reptilians.
1: Right. My joke about that was like 10 years later, the most redeeming person in that interview may be Donald Rumsfeld. <laughs> right, so, right, And that was like a, clearly a joke, but people were like, are you kidding? He's a war criminal. And I'm like, breathe the room. It's like, like can you not,
0: like how can you possibly think that that's what I actually mean? <laughs>
1: yeah. You think I think he's a good person? No, he's a monster. They're all monsters. But like, and the damage, like, yeah. Like, do I even have to explain this shit? No, it's like, if you know who I am, you know what I think. But it's just like not understanding that. I'm like, come on. Well,
0: and the craziest I mean, thing about that is you're a white man, not a woman of color, on Twitter saying that because they yeah. get the most of the yeah. don't so c- like couldn't I, see like a humor inch a, from my face.
1: I am a white man because I'm upset about this one time that thing happened two oh, years no. yeah. ago, as opposed to daily. <laughs> That's not so what I meant. I, but you're right. <laughs> so I am a white man about it. But yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying.
0: It's the thing of like. It's the thing of like. I am, it's either, it's either I literally don't understand satire or sarcasm or comedy in general, or I'm being willfully obtuse because I just want to stir shit up. And either way, uh, I try not to keep those kinds of people in my life.
1: (laughs) Right. Well, I had had an interesting thing. I was talking, this is like a Facebook thread with another friend of mine where I have a female dog and she also has a female dog. And Sometimes when female dogs pee, it looks like they're pooping. I swear this is relevant. But, um, <laughs> I can't wait. But like she says, every day someone comes up to her and says, "You need to pick up your dog's poop when her dog's peeing," uh, and I, just because it's a it's a lady dog, and it and, looks like uh, a
0: poop stand, so from far like a, away it might look like poop, right?
1: But like all like me and like a couple of the guys in this in the comments were like, "That's never once happened to me. That's I've never had anyone come up to me." Complaining about me not picking up my dog. Oh, interesting. Feeding. So it's just like I want to say something to a woman that is condescending. Why don't I say that? And it's just, so it's just it was just like wow, that is just another level of bullshit that yeah, I don't have I, to deal with.
0: I just saw yeah. it uh was playing Overwatch right before this, and there was a uh, a, a room of a game room that you could join for like you know quick matchmaking, and it was just all caps. Girls are bad at video games, so that's still happening. Everyone's right. gamer games, and games.
1: yeah. yeah. Now, there's actually a study that says people who are bad at video games are more sexist than people who are good at video games. I I saw that
0: that because people who are bad get sexist and they want to put – they they don't want to believe that they could be beat by a woman in a video game. Uh, And so they – it externalize that uh that internal fucking. I don't know. I guess it's self doubt or self loathing. I don't even know.
1: It's one of those things where uh, that theory. It's like, is that correlation or causation? I don't know. But my thought is, I am so bad at video games, and I don't even have the luxury of being sexist about it. I'm just bad. <laughs> I'm just bad. I have no excuse. I, I guess can only so I be
0: sexist in some video games because I'm good at some stuff, like Smash Bros. But if I start playing like more mortal combat then i just start you know calling women cunts it's crazy <laughs>
1: ooh, ooh, ooh. that's not what true a, a i just wanted about that.
0: No, i just fine. wanted to i just wanted to say cunt at least once on this episode
1: yes yeah. <laughs> yeah. yes uh sure but I, what
0: uh what i was going back to originally because we're talking about facebook drama and stuff and all this yeah. uh relevant news for today that the thread that i was talking about uh where the, the guy popped in on that actor guy's comments and basically the dude was just saying like how can I, you know the the sentiment of how could anyone possibly vote for trump which i can't even see that written anymore without wanting to blow my brains out it's like i know yeah i know i know I, exactly uh that's but thing,
1: this, like, you're on facebook enough it gets so fucking repetitive yeah it's like you're complaining I, about the same things 50 times i but- open it
0: and i i open it like 10 times a minute and close it within two seconds every time yeah. like that's how yeah. it feels <laughs> But then the guy popped up in his comments with, uh, well, you know, Biden would have handled it the same way. And he said that. So you shouldn't be voting for Biden either, which is like that shit. Like, I mean, yeah, Biden sucks. But like this guy's argument is like some of that, like, I don't know if it comes from privilege or nihilism or whatever. They're just like. Man, both sides just don't vote. That'll be better if you just don't vote.
1: <laughs> right.
0: I don't like that. Uh, I I, mean, I, like, I I get yeah. those frustrations, but I don't I don't appreciate that apathy.
1: Well, I also am like just the num- amount of infighting about people like protest voting. Like, if someone's not going to vote for Biden, like, don't try to convince them. They're not going right. to fucking switch. So there's people who either don't have access to vote or like, it's broken. I'm not going to vote for anyone. Those are the fucking people you go after. You try to get people who wouldn't be able to vote or wouldn't think to vote to vote. Right. Tell them how to get to their polling place or how to vote by mail. And then if there's someone who's like, it's so broken, you just break down. Like, I understand there's both sides of this, but here's what you're like. Convince people who say they're not, they're not sure or are not going to vote at all. You don't go after people who are like, I've already said what I'm saying. Why? Are, yeah, I'm, I get it's frustrating. I'm incredibly frustrated by it, but it's just not productive. Yeah, whether
0: them. whether it's the left or the right or someone who's abstaining to vote, they're not. The, everyone's got their mind made up, and you can't. Right. And like, I I would argue that there's almost, I would say the amount of arguing that happens on social media about politics changes about point oh one percent of people's minds i don't think no one is ever there to learn and maybe adjust
1: yeah you don't beat people by beat the right wing by changing the minds of right-wing people you you beat them by beating them by making sure people who are going to vote for the left have the chance to vote right like and like educating
0: future generations and everything like that
1: yeah but that we don't yeah at the same time we don't have the luxury for that necessarily right now so at least for the time i mean that's the Goal, but at the very least, get people to vote who wouldn't otherwise vote, or yeah, 100%. The way to know, I agree. So, I'm just like, I'm not saying like I'm a person, you know, I am a a very prototypical, reluctant Biden voter, sure. Um, And I'm not saying it's not frustrating, but it's also like I'm frustrated by it, but I'm just like, it's not worth it for me to argue this. Like, it's just not.
0: I believe, uh, I believe, and I'm in the same boat as you, and I believe, uh, uh, Cody Johnson, friend of the show, put it best when he said, uh, Joe Biden, truly the shoot them in the leg, not the heart, candidate. <laughs>
1: yeah, to be fair, I don't mean to, I don't mean to uh, tell tales out of school, but that's a John Oliver line. So I don't. Well, mean maybe to I mixed disparage.
0: up. Maybe I mixed up my two uh, guys behind desks ta- recapping things on the news because those are the two I watched: are John Oliver and Cody Johnson. Yeah. So that, I'm that sure I could play that Oliver them.
1: line. Yeah, I don't mean to call out <laughs> Cody Johnson. Fuck you. No,
0: I don't know. Uh, No, Cody's great. Everyone go watch some more news. It's wonderful. Yeah. Um, but Ethan, and all with because you're one of the more uh, politically minded people that I know, and I know that you're just as full of rage uh, as I am. Uh, what One thing that I've been doing on these quarantine quickies uh, is trying to figure out what the fuck do you do to get through the goddamn week when this is what we're, our reality still is six months later? Like, how do you not go completely bananas? Do you have like structure do you just like meditate
1: what is your thing a i i have been doing a lot more exercise which definitely helps and b i'm trying this thing it's it's weird i i I don't it's called caring about my job that is like (laughs) like i'm lucky to be working i'm blessed to be working during a time when a lot of people aren't working me
0: too and thank you again for that
1: (laughs) yeah no you just ride off my coattails until we we both one of us dies that's basically what it will be um but yeah, but um, it's just, yeah, I mean, like, I've been, you know, it's one of those things, like, I don't have many, there's not a lot of things that are stable in the world. But it seems like my job is relatively stable. I was working remotely even before all this started. And, right. You know, I have it's, a it's, you know, nine to five ish with benefits. And it's like, it's a stable thing. So I'm like, you know, I've been in situations where I've been good at my job in the past. I've been good, but it's always been like, oh, it, you know, I'll wait till whenever I'm off, then I'm go to an open mic, or do some comedy stuff. And just right. like, this is just what I do. But now I'm like, I don't have much else. And I know like, we're still in a capitalist system and I'm by working at some level for a private business, but I'm also like, yeah, but I'm liking it. It's fine. It's chill. And I'm doing well at it. So why not? throw myself in it and you know however long it lasts lasts but this is the one thing i've got stable right now so absolutely nine it's nine hours a day where i don't have to think about anything else that's
0: how that's how i feel about it too because you know i'm working from home uh full time as well and like the way that i also the capitalism thing you struck a chord with me on that because like i always think about that and i go like I have to break down in my head like does my job it is part of a capitalist system that is disenfranchising people and is you know overall bad but is this yeah, but like, corporation doing anything specifically terrible no then i guess i i have to do something like this yeah, to stay alive like, so i feel okay about it
1: the, the damage relative to me having a job compared to the damage like the fact that I have a job is not damaging the universe and you
0: can't, I, and you can't not have a job out of protests in America yeah. like that. You'll just die.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's also, I, I Like personally, I'm, I'm not saying I'm someone who like, it's good to be productive in whatever way. I don't think your work should define you, but I sure. also think like, you know, there's, I'm, I have 10, you know, while American capitalism is horseshit, I do have like, it's good to be productive and contribute something to uh, a society that makes things better, whether or not, you know, what, you know, in some capacity, um, in whatever
0: capacity you can do, like, right. cause we only have so much, you know, power to actually affect any kind of change uh, right. as, like, a, as we mean, are often like, reminded.
1: <laughs> like I don't know how, you know, I think, I think working is a good thing in general, uh, working in the way our country is designed to work sucks. But, right. Uh, but I think overall, it's a good thing to do something. And like, I'm like, what else are you going to fucking do for 40 years of your life? Just yell at Facebook. Like, I'm just <laughs> like, this is yeah. really proves like the things that Sort of, it, it's. I've gotten like a lot more angry. I feel like I've gotten even more angry at politics and more left wing than I was before.
0: Oh, me too. Me, absolutely. I have for I, sure. You know, yeah. I,
1: I, I've said this before, and this is dark, but I'm like, I've never had less faith in humanity than I do now.
0: No, certainly. Uh, I, I, a like, real, real ugly side of everything has reared its head over the past year. And, uh, right. I mean, past four years. I mean, let's be honest, past four years, but like,
1: right. But just like when you go outside, and I have to, like, I walk my dog twice a day, so I, I'll go outside and I will. See, like, maybe 20% of people with masks on, also people coughing into their taking their masks off to cough and yeah, like that. Yep, like, I'm literally, like, the
0: just... one time that you should have your mask on,
1: right? So, and or just like, oh, I have to go into a store, I'll wear a mask now, as if that's the fucking point of that, and it's right. just like Are the amount like, of I see, I see that, and I'm like, wow, people don't, and it makes me like not believe in communism more, you right. know, like, even though it makes me more leftist. And like, you want these people in charge? You want like to yeah. each according to these fucking people's means? No, like it's just like, it's a weird thing where I'm like, it's made me like on the one hand be like humanity. I don't, it's like the leadership has to take a radical stance and radically reform everything. And the fact that like there's people who not only like I live in Hollywood. So I feel like there's, it's more ignorance than like anti-mask shit. Like yeah. where I am, but it's, it's kind of like, like, it's kind
0: of like rich. Well, I don't know. Maybe in your neighborhood now, I was thinking like West side is more like the, oh, I have health care. I couldn't give a fuck. No, this uh, is
1: more <laughs> just trashiness. This is just sure, Hollywood. Man. Sure. Sure. This sure. Is like Hollywood, Hollywood islands where I live. So it's just like, it's yeah, just that's kind of
0: my North Hollywood neighborhood is a similar thing where like a lot of people, uh, you know, they, they know that there's people wearing masks in the liquor store. So they're like, I guess I got to get one, but like, what is the actual rules of this? <laughs> like, that's yeah. the kind of vibe for sure.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's just more being stupid, but it's just also like, like, you know, I, I don't like what go, it's like, it's a motivation for me not to go outside. Cause I do, I just get angry. So it's just, like, <laughs> yeah, I just see what, everyone. I, and uh, I'm like, and this, yeah.
0: I was just gonna say, do you see the same thing in Hollywood that I see up here, which is uh couples where the guy doesn't have a mask on and the girl does <laughs> it's like I've straight, straight ways. couples specifically. I've,
1: I've seen it both ways. It's not just guys. I've seen it where like you've had a family and the mom isn't wearing a mask. Oh, know, totally. It's just like three of you are and one isn't. Like, it's like,
0: how are only some of you on board with the rest of everyone's health? Like, right. what the fuck are like you I'm doing? Almost,
1: I also feel like I never, almost never see kids wear masks. And I'm sorry. Like, if you have a kid, put a fucking mask on your kid. It just, I like, the fact that they may get have a less chance of dying doesn't mean they have a less chance of killing people. Put a mask Ugh. on your kid. So, well,
0: we don't have to worry about that though much longer Ethan because we all know that this virus is going to disappear on November 4th right after the yeah, election. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that pop yeah. up in my feed not too long ago from a some idiot that my friend dated in high school and I couldn't remember why I was still friends with her on Facebook.
1: I was talking about this. It's I've seen a couple comedians, I won't name them, but like a couple comedians Afterwards, who, please. <laughs> yes. Uh, who were like very liberal or not like you know, liberal like like hate Trump and stuff so, or leftists. The they quote kind of unquote leftist. leftist. Generally, leftists, you know, in a vague way, but they've become full QAnon in the last like two or three years, and it's just that's crazy. It seems like the weirdest time to do that. Yeah, it's just like two or three. It's like two or three people. It's not like a majority of people. I think a lot of people have been pushed. Most of people who are already on the left wing have been pushed further left, um, which I, which is completely understandable. But there are a couple that just go completely in the opposite direction. And they're not like people. I'm like, oh, that person was nuts. Like that person was a bad from the start. It's like, huh, okay. I didn't know you that well, but you seemed like a reasonable person. And now yeah. you've gone this route. Yeah. Okay. What do you think? Th- what do you think
0: that is? Cause I know some comics like that too, uh, who I also won't name, but, and we might be talking about the same people who knows, but, um, I, I wonder what that is. Do you think it's like, like, it's the only thing that makes sense anymore. And so like, right. it's like kind of a solips, like, what do you call it? Like a, a psychosomatic breakdown sort of thing.
1: I- if i'm be, again being cynical about it i just think it's people who aren't smart and they're like you know i've been watching uh uh plug another friend's show frankie griffin has a show called uh, the doom room on his twitch channel and they'll break down all these like qAnon conspiracy theories and make fun of them online and like the thing he always points out is that there's always like it starts with like a thing that's like true about like a cr- inherently corrupt thing in the world right. that is fucked up and controlled by higher forces yeah that's true but then they go to like Oh, it's a Pizzagate thing or something. Right. Like, that. like you I mean, start with
0: something like the Jeffrey Epstein scandal, which is like a thing. Like that's true. We yeah. know he did that shit. And then it becomes they're keeping kids in cabinets.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, yeah. So it's, I, I guess that's what it is. It's like if you're not a smart person and you see, oh, that's true, but I don't want to deal with like uh, the unknown. So here's a person with a theory about it. And it's a horseshit theory, but it, it is a theory. And, uh, it's the kind of theory that's so stupid, you can't argue against it. So I guess I'll believe that. And I guess like the theories are so crazy that if you are a person who's inclined to believe things like that, you believe it like a lot. I I don't know. I don't know. I see what you mean though. I I know what you mean though. I think it's a thing of, I think like partially it's a
0: thing of that. Absolutely. Where it's like, I, this is some, like somebody made a case to me that this is how the world works and you won't change my mind because I'm a stubborn idiot. Uh, and the other part of it is like trolling, but not trolling. You know what I mean? Where it's like right. literally just minimalizing or in a way, uh, trivializing uh the actual root of the thing by by making it like, and I guess to an extent I'm part of that because I bought a birds aren't real face mask. But like right. <laughs> but like that's a thing like mocking like people who don't believe in coronavirus and stuff. It's satire on stupidity. But I think some people are like no dude all this shit you're talking about with politics is bullshit because all the presidential candidates are reptilians huh? but they're like just like fucking off about it because they don't right. give a shit because well, they're
1: like this is what they always say about like fox news i've heard this said a few times where they always say o'reilly believed everything he said and hannity knew it's horseshit but he just said it because it got right. attention so i think like when you're a person like that far to the right or that deep in a thing i think there's like it's, it can go either way. Like you said, it's like either they're just saying it to provoke shit and be like generally sociopathic and like let's make things harder for everyone or they're so like insane that they believe every word they say of what they're doing. So right. I, I think those are like two sides of this, the, at the evil coin. Yeah. Way.
0: And it can start, it can start as, um, like you're saying with like Bill O'Reilly, like it could start as, oh, well, this is just my job. But then you do it for so long that you trick yourself into believing that that's like what your values are what you actually believe because right. you've just inundated yourself with it for so long
1: right i don't know if it's but yeah i don't know if it even starts with like oh this is horseshit and then suddenly i believe it or is is it something that you're just so blind like at a colossal level that you just inherently believe it like i don't know if there's like a transition point well there a lot be. of
0: a lot of people will uh will watch like i wouldn't say alex jones but definitely like a ben shapiro type like someone who is great at being on camera and presenting like they know how to, they know oh, shit yeah, and they're, they're great like, arguing, but they're not actually saying anything valid. They're just fucking wrote like spinning their gears and just, and people go listen to that shit and they just absorb that information and go, well, that's a very compelling argument because it sounded like one.
1: Right. <laughs> and it's then that's how like, it goes. Yeah. with pitch, It's also like he presents intelligent, like sure. Yeah. Like, different like some people are just like Alex Jones is like a bloated screaming person and even if you're a right-wing person you could be like oh that's just a screaming person I get with that but Ben Shapiro is like I'm intelligent so I have I have this tone where I present intelligence yes. even though everything I'm saying is complete garbage but um
0: I'm but young, I'm calm, and I'm I I know what words I'm gonna say, and so I don't right. seem flustered. So I seem like a reasonable source, right?
1: And I went to, I went to a a good school, so this makes sense, right? Like it's mm-hmm. the same thing with Richard Spencer. He went while, while he's literally
0: street. saying like black people are not doing well in this country because their pants sag. Like that's essentially right. like what it, kind of shit it's he's it's saying.
1: All the people who get shot by the cops, it's their fault because right. they were whatever they did. Like, yeah. Which is what, no matter what they did, that's not. Because yeah. if somebody, if your drunk
0: uncle on Facebook is just like Screams something in all caps, all typed wrong with the exact same sentiment, then you go, well, that's crazy. Clearly, Jim's right. racist. And then Ben Shapiro it's, says the exact same shit. And you're like, oh, ben that's Shapiro a good argument.
1: A crazy person with good grammar. That's exactly. Exactly. Who can spell. Yeah, that's the difference.
0: He's the fucking uber dweeb. Like he is like the uber fucking boogaloo. The, bo- the
1: uberloo? uber-loo? Uber, er, 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 <laughs> I'm trying to do one. But, we got uh, this. So you got it, uh, Ethan. Uberetric? No, because there's two B's there. Uberexic. Ooh,
0: right. He's the best yeah. anorexic.
1: That was actually one of my best puns I ever made. Was uh, when I had a really nice Uber driver and I called him an Ubermensch. Uh, <laughs> I, really I remember the best
0: one. the best pun you ever made was I think the first time you were on this show and you yeah. said uh, you said hard, uh, a
1: goat set, like a goat it's, let's not go back into it. Just listen to the archives, pay the tune in. I, all I remember break, it was a, um, it was a nut allergy
0: thing. That was not all men's.
1: Oh, <laughs> no, that, oh, that was a different one. Wow. I forgot. I, so, I, this show brings out the worst in me. Wow. It really does. Okay.
0: Even, even yeah. when I can't see you and we're just talking over, over microphones, which
1: yeah.
0: Uh, speaking of talking over microphones, this is a great time to get into this. That was what a, I'm finding. So many segues, Ethan, this is amazing. Yeah. Um, you recently started a new podcast.
1: That is correct.
0: Uh, called yes. "My Team Sucks" or something like that.
1: Yes, it is. My team sucks. It's a sports podcast, and it's a weird time to do a sports podcast. Right? But basically, uh, I have guests come on who, like me, are fans of various sports teams, and like me, hate so many things about their sports teams. My basic premise is like, no one knows what's wrong with the team better than its own fans. Like sure. one of the things, like, like if like, and it's like give the most ult- the ultimate example i'm a new york knicks fan and at this point shitting on the knicks is more f- more part of being a knicks fan than actually watching the games like i watched three knicks fans a game <laughs> and i'll spend the rest of the time shitting on them and that's <laughs> what it means to be a knicks fan at that point that's an extreme example but there's like it's just like god damn it any any team like that so i'm starting with i'm trying to start with like the most like aggressively hated teams like sure. i had my friend rally on in the first episode is a houston astros fan and if you know anything about what's going oh, on oh yeah baseball, Stashers a lot of, a lot of sure. controversy there still wild team in sports right now. Yeah. Other than another guest I'm having on soon is doing the Washington football team. Oh, uh, yeah, because they
0: don't like, have a name you know, yet. Huh?
1: They're just Washington football team. I heard somebody uh,
0: tell me that and I thought they were doing a bit and like for I, a long it is time.
1: A bit. It is a bit. It really should be a bit. <laughs> the fact that it's not a bit is so crazy. Um, In case
0: people listening don't know, uh, the, the formerly named offensive Washington team name, they couldn't somehow they couldn't land on like the fucking Rottweilers or just anything like it could be it could have been anything. No one could come up with a good enough name. So they're currently called the Washington football team.
1: <laughs> right. So I'm, that. I'm trying to I, like it's weird for me because I I don't know what to do with like, like I have teams that I love that have rivals. And I'm like, so part of me doesn't when I have a team that's on that. I'm trying to be like neutral when i talk about it, like a team that someone hates i'm trying to let them spew the hate but like sure. you know, i was talking to my friend who was an astros fan i'm like man i was trying to be like it was fun to watch your team suffer it was fun to, <laughs> he, he was like but like jim rally was like yeah i get it like i and he was like able to defend the team in ways i was like oh, okay i can see that point of view it's his basic defense was it's good to not actively hurt players on the astros by throwing baseballs at their head sure I'm of like, course uh, yeah, well, a case could be made. Yeah, that's a fair point, I guess. But um, <laughs> I will seed
0: that physical violence may not be entirely necessary, <laughs>
1: right? So it's well, it's stuff like that. So I, I like, a really like the good per- first couple episodes, so yeah. I was, was, was going like yeah. to so far. Sorry, going.
0: I was just going to say I like the premise of it a lot, uh, especially because the metaphor that I have in my head for it is uh, nobody uh, can point out your flaws better than your partner. You know?
1: <laughs> yeah, basically that. I like uh, but that it's also. A lot. It's also like if you're a Harry Potter fan right now, you've got to be like Jesus fucking Christ. It's like that, or like <laughs> oh Star God. Wars fan during the prequels era. Like, are you kidding me? Well, it's not like even the
0: prequel. Kind of- or or being a Star Wars fan now with all the fucking Last Jedi isn't canon. Fucking dweebs right. that are out there. Well,
1: yeah, it's like it's one of those things where like I have to remind. Yeah, but it's just like that kind of shit where you're like, God, I hate the pe- I hate everything they're doing. I hate the other fans of these teams and stuff like that. And so it's. And oh yeah, and like the fun thing is like all sports are stupid and shouldn't be happening right now. But right. They are. So like there's a, it's actually a really fast, I was like, is this the right time to do this podcast? I'm like, no, it's actually a fascinating time to do this podcast just because like so many teams are fucking this shit up to various extents that it's just like, yeah. What is like that something
0: that I'm curious about? And I'm sure you know a lot more about, uh, I talked a few episodes ago with Chris Crittenden about some of the basketball, uh, strike stuff that was going down, which I fucking love. But like, uh, what is like, like what you're saying, some teams are fucking some shit up. Like, do you have any stories off the top of your uh, head that you could, uh, enlighten our listeners on that? I might not know. Well, about?
1: Like the Super Bowl champion Kansas city chiefs are letting like up to 15 to 20,000 people into their football stadium. Oh, like this year. And I'm like, why? Ugh. why i mean it's not full capacity and i think there's it's like a few enough people where they could be like six feet apart but but the why? lines
0: the bathroom the yeah
1: exactly why they're breathing on each other it's just like stop uh, we're gonna so be just, in this shit forever yeah i know uh, <laughs> i didn't even know about then,
0: that that's devastating
1: yeah, stuff like that and there's, there's a, a few teams are doing that or even like college teams having sports now. And it's it's like there's like of the major conferences like a few have canceled but like mainly the Southern and like uh like East Coast Southern and like Midwest South like the Plains era conferences are not. And it's like all right, if you're going to risk killing yourself and people you love for a game, uh at least make millions of dollars. But if you're making 0 dollars <laughs> doing this, right? Like, yeah. It's just just, like freelancing for your own death. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just, and it's also, yeah. I was talking to uh, another friend of mine, Michael Burnett, who I don't know if you know him, but he's a great stand up. He's a very good friend of mine. But he's he's from Oklahoma. He's a fan of the University of Oklahoma football team. And he was talking about, like, he's one of, like, five Oklahoma fans who thinks there shouldn't be football now. Because, like, a good point you make, because my brother, who. Like, everyone in my family is actually a Biden supporter because there's so many people who are like, who actually sports Biden? I'm like, all my family. Literally <laughs> all of them. Uh, but my brother's like, well, if they cancel college football, then people will start to take this virus seriously and then maybe they'll vote for Biden. And like, Burnett's like, no, they're more likely to call in bomb threats and death threats to the presidents of the university. That's right, right. Do. I was
0: going to say, like, that's what I want to believe about society is like these. Cause yeah. like, but like, that's the thing is if they, if, if that was a motivator for them, they should have caught that wind already because of how much shit has been shut down. Like it's not going to change now. It's
1: like people sent death threats to the president of Penn state because he fired a guy who let hundreds of thousands, hundreds of kids get molested. Like, yeah, like, what an so asshole. Happened, like, <laughs> they they were sending death threats to the athletic director and president of the university not for letting this happen but for firing the guy who let this happen.
0: Because he he got our boys so many victories or whatever. Yeah. That, I'm assuming. So,
1: like we're going to convince that person to say, "Oh, I was wrong. Hmm, this is a, a rational thing." Like you're not convincing like the craziest college football fans, like the people who care enough about college football to be upset when a season is canceled are not the people who are going to be like, oh, I'm going to take this seriously now.
0: Do you think they're crazier yeah. than NFL fans?
1: I don't know. Uh, it's, I, I mean, like I said, all sports fans are idiots to some extent. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just like, you know, it, to the extent that, you know, Alabama is stupider than, uh, Florida. I don't know. It's just like, or not even like, I'm trying they're to think just different region. stupid probably. Cause yeah. it seems well, like they, it's like, yeah. it's just for a different region. Like actually there was a great line by a musician, Mojo Nixon. He said on Mark Maron's podcast, this was like eight years ago, but he said, all sports are stupid. NASCAR is just our stupid. Like that was the way he, phrased totally, it. Yeah. so it's like none of this shit is smart. And like, I'll go to like a hockey game and hockey is probably my favorite sport. And I'll just go and I'll be like, yeah, I love this. I love the New York Rangers, but just being around their their fans makes me feel dirty. So I'm. Just oh going, yeah, mm-hmm. I went to a yeah.
0: Kings game last year, uh, L.A. Kings versus the the Bruins, and right. uh, boy, Kings fans are a bunch of dog shit motherfuckers,
1: <laughs> right? Which, and they're <laughs> nothing compared to Bruins fans who are pot, like, listen, I am from New York. I hate all Boston sports teams, but my dad was a is a. I come from a Canadian family, which is hockey that moved to Boston. You know, my dad moved to Boston, uh, and there's a big rivalry between Montreal and and Boston hockey teams. And my, the one of the rules I was raised with my house is like, listen, fuck with Red Sox fans, fuck with Celtics fans, fuck with Patriots fans. Don't fuck with Bruins fans. That was, yeah, one of the Cardinal rules. Cause those people are animals and. Yeah, they will kill you. <laughs> I, I actually want to, um, I,
0: I may have told this story on the podcast before, but I don't think I've told you. So I'm just going to reiterate it briefly. When I went to that, uh that Bruins Kings game, I was with Ian Ager, our friend uh, who is also a Bruins fan. Uh, but he's, you know, he's like a nice guy. Uh, yeah. But everybody around us were Kings fans, except one guy who was with this group of very broy bro dudes who were mm-hmm. all Kings fans. But he was a Bruins fan. He was the only Bruins fan of his friend group, so he was very docile that evening. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and uh, at one point. Um, I just remember they the jumbotron they had uh they shot to a kid with downs and the kid was in king's gear and he was uh everyone was hyped that he was on the jumbotron and so to get people hyped he started pretending to punch a lady in front of him that had kings or uh, bruins gear on and we were all just like no don't punch the woman or that's what the guy in front of us said the bruins guy in front of us said don't punch the woman i just like was kind of drunk and went that's what you guys are supposed to do (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> the,
0: dude, <laughs> the dude gave me a look over like i you're probably kidding i'll let this one slide also ian ager is next to me so i'm probably yeah, yeah, safe yeah, yeah. but I I, it was man. one of those moments where i'm like oh yeah not everybody's a comedian you might get your ass kicked if you do shit yeah. like that yeah <laughs> oh, no, that was that's, great uh...
1: That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I had a moment, I was at a baseball game, just not even for teams I care about, but I'm like, Hey, my friends are going to a Dodgers game. Cool. Yeah, of course. And I walked sort of, you know, one of those things where you're walking through a sports stand and you're sort of awkwardly stumbling over people like over other humans. And this guy was just giving me shit and he had a New York Islanders sweater on. And it's just like, and I'm like, this was a baseball game. None of the teams are from the East coast. It's just like, and I'm just like, God, what vibe I, I'm... are you
0: trying to cultivate right now?
1: <laughs> but I'm also like, as a New York Rangers fan, I despise you and you're being an asshole to me. And you don't even know I'm a Rangers fan, but I am. And I, I hate you that much more. <laughs> but it was also like, the Islanders had just won a playoff series, which almost never happens. So, and the Rangers were, didn't even make the playoffs. So it's like, this is like the one time in 20 fucking years where I can't say shit to you because you're doing right. better than me. Right. So <laughs> He got like you got that's why he was wearing it for sure. She's like, God, any other fucking decade <laughs> he, since the eighties, I would I would be smoking you right now. Not you could kick my ass. I mean,
0: I'm he not. was he was king for a day with that jersey. He was like, Yes, and then I'm sure they tanked immediately after that again. But yeah, like,
1: they're are the islanders are tanking now. They're getting their ass whooped, which is great. More of that.
0: <laughs> but but more uh, of that, please. More of that in twenty twenty. Yes. yes. Normalize uh, the islanders losing.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh speaking of I oh, should go get ahead. an Islanders fan on my podcast. I should yeah, do that just, yeah. Find that guy. <laughs> I, have, I have a guy in mind. I got a guy. I got a guy. Hey, I got a guy. You need an Islanders.
0: if you need an Islanders fan, hit up Mr. Stanislawski. He'll look you up.
1: Yeah. Uh, you, you, I think you may do a better Brooklyn than me, which is upsetting. the only sure. one of
0: the only accents I could do. I could do this guy, and I can also do this guy talking like this. That's about yeah, yeah, it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both are
1: good. Both are good.
0: Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh yeah. Ethan, this episode obviously is coming out on. Friday the eleventh of September. Uh mm-hmm. oh. Uh-oh. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I mean you get you gotta get a New York Jew on the podcast for the, the September eleventh episode. <laughs> yeah, the
1: people who caused it, right? <laughs> I,
0: <laughs> according to Facebook. <laughs> I, I just that is funny though that I just put together that uh, that this episode's coming out on nine eleven. That's fun. Mm-hmm. We did it we should have talked about nine eleven way more.
1: It's fine. I call it <laughs> it's 82%. been done. It's That's been talked. Is 9/11 is 82. percent That's what I call it.
0: <laughs> Fucking nerd. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, so this episode is coming out obviously Friday,
1: the 11th. What uh, we got the podcast, obviously. Uh, what anything else you want to promote? Uh just I'm. So when I do this podcast, I also stream it live on Twitch. So if you want to follow me on Twitch, it's uh, Twitch.tv/slash Ethan Stan Comedy. I also do a movie night, and I'll just occasionally do things here and there. I may be doing a. My own comedy comedy show on ooh, my own Twitch. Ooh. So I think that I may do like a test run of that this weekend, which will be stupid. And I'll just poop it out. But I'm going to at least give it a shot. I made like a little sketchy sketch video for it, uh, a couple of them. So I'll just Hell yeah. stand-up for like 15 minutes and maybe bring someone else to do on stand-up for another 15 minutes and then – talk for another so that's like 30 minutes then we talk for like 10 and then i put a couple sketch videos on maybe that's a show if
0: you're, if you're playing along at home that sounds to be about 55 minutes right there
1: that's like a, that's <laughs> like a length of a good solid show length I don't that's know.
0: exactly how long every zoom thing or any streaming comedy anything should be right now yeah. don't make it two hours please I mean, don't overstock like this, your I lineups
1: it, the kind of thing where your where twitch culture is you're on it you're playing video games for hours so i think there's right. a pressure to do that but like I and I do play video games on my Twitch. I I'm probably gonna do it tonight. Actually, the night we're recording. I've been playing it Wednesdays and Thursdays traditionally. But like I said, I'm bad on video games, so it's not fun. Generally, for a Twitch audience to watch people suck, unless, but it's me. So it's no, fun for me. Honestly, it's fun if, to watch me be miserable. So.
0: And, 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 and listeners to this show, I highly encourage you to go just roast Ethan for being shitty at video games because there's nobody yeah, more fun to me roast. Meltdown. Yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah. melt down. I'm going to
1: take it personally. It's great. I want to take um, it very personally. Twitch.tv slash Ethan Stan comedy, ruin a man's night. That's the <laughs> motto.
0: It's not a bad one. Uh, and yeah. then we'll probably be able to link that in the episode description as well. Yeah. And you're also at uh, social media stuff at Ethan Stan Comedy as well on and Twitter yeah, and Instagram, Twitter,
1: right? Instagram. and Yeah, don't Facebook friend me if you're a fan. You can follow my Facebook page. But yeah, I, I, I've, got I've got enough. I've got enough i don't know just well that's a anything. thing no like reach out if you want to send me a message and say i was a fan of what you did on that podcast and i'll be surprised but anyway,
0: <laughs> uh, beautiful oh yeah you can
1: add Ethan, I, at Ethan Sand comedy on twitter instagram and twitch e-t-h-a-n-s-t-a-n comedy cross
0: promotional branding this guy knows how, know. how to do it folks <laughs>
1: And it's, uh I'll send you the link, Kevin, so you can have My Team Sucks the social for that. But yeah, absolutely. That, that would also. be
0: ideal. It's, uh, the,
1: it's so new. It's still getting approved by all the podcast places. Oh, uh, yes. You
0: have to – the gatekeepers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I'm worried because it has the word sucks in the podcast, and some services may filter that and be like, that's Ooh. a bad word. Yeah, because so, it's but,
0: obviously a podcast about dick sucking.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I uh, – yes, exactly. But I checked. There's several podcasts with the word sucks on iTunes. So I'm like, all right, if they – in if, if, worst case scenario, they don't approve it because of the word sucks, but other podcasts do. I can create a Facebook stink about it. and get, Ooh, you, have that you, you can
0: have your cake and eat it too.
1: Yes, exactly. So worst case, I get to be mad. <laughs> uh, about things I'm already mad about. So,
0: Beautiful. So. Uh, as for me, everybody. Hey, tonight on the day this is coming out, uh, I just realized I'm doing a show on 9/11 for my. Uh, I'm doing a variety show hosted by Kevin Collier, friend of the show certainly. AMF Comedy. It's a Arizona-based show at 8 p.m. on Zoom. I don't really know. I'm going to be getting interviewed and being hilarious, but I don't think I'm doing straight stand-up. So come tune in and see what the fuck that's all about. That could be fun. Yeah, do it. Uh, there's going to be music and other comedians. I believe Nicole Buchanan is going to be on it as well. Um, it's going to be a good time. Uh, and of course, I'll be posting about that on my social medias at KB Anderson Yo. But the big thing I'd like to promote this episode is that we uh, dropped – a new Patreon show this week on the Bleak yes. Interview Patreon. It's called One and a Half Men. You probably heard about it.
1: Yes, and, I have. I think uh, I was there when the name was coined. Probably I may have known that Google Hangout. <laughs> probably yeah.
0: I-, I was speaking to the listener, but you. I'm glad you know of it. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, our, our first episode came out on Wednesday of this week, uh, in, w- in which I and Hollis Black played Doki Doki Literature Club, which I won't spoil much here, but I will say is probably the most fucked up surreal horror experience I've uh, encountered in any media. And uh, I broke, it broke my brain for two days and you get to hear about it for about an hour and a half. So go over to patreoncom slash bleak and review. Consider donating $5. Uh, You know, I mean, that would be cool. Yeah. That's like the price of two Red Bulls. If you get that discounted two pack, you know, Oh, not
1: near the overpriced liquor store where I go. Hey, Uh, Hollywood. One and a half. Uh, cross promote Red Bulls. That's
0: what you got. So you, so for the price of one and a half Red Bulls, you could go listen to a really good show. It's really funny. I did a lot of actual... Uh... It's,
1: it's one Red Bull per men. <laughs> ha <Ha-ha>! ha! Oh no!
0: <laughs> that's the new... That's the new... Ethan, I'm crediting you in the future when I do this, but I'm absolutely stealing that from you. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> it's one Red Bull per... Every part of a boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yes, one more time, Patreon.com/slash/bleak interview. Go check it out. There's also a little uh, uh, th- on Thursday. I dropped a uh, little snippet preview of that episode. If you want to get a taste where it's about, but it's great, and I'm really excited to keep doing this show with uh, Hollis. I think the next episode we're gonna be talking about horrorcore hip hop. Maybe uh, some Brother Ooh. Lynch hung some necro. Maybe uh, really excessive violent rap so stay tuned for that uh and that's it for my plugs uh ethan thank you so much for being here bud thank
1: you for having me and thank you for
0: recording this from your zencaster account because mine sucks yeah uh
1: hopefully i don't fuck up the recording oh i would be very sad yes i think we're good
0: i think we're good too so until next week everybody this has been bleaker review goodbye say goodbye ethan
1: Bye. Bye. bye Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right.
0: All right, I think we got bye. it. <laughs>
1: bye. Bye, bye, bye. 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 bye.